0: Your reasons for listening to the show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle.
1: Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida.
0: From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody
2: likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. As you can tell, I am recording this early, early in the morning because my voice sounds like absolute dog shit. I am have to do something about these allergies. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. I don't know how much longer you're going to be able to nominate me or write me in for Best of Podcasts, not on the radio, a part of the Best of Orlando, Best of Orlando, you know, Best of Weekly. God damn it, it is way too early. Anyway, just go to my website, Tuttle.net. There's a banner there that you can write me in. Make sure you write in the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, One of the first things I wanted to get into, I've always been fascinated with the way that, I don't know, us as humans, we forget that we are nothing but animals. We are just evolved animals. And I think we do a lot of stuff that we don't even realize is a part of our just primordial ooze, that little ingrainment that is not even a word that is in our DNA. Because something that I've noticed since my dad has been sick and in the hospital is that I've actually, like, you know, taken the bull by the reins or the reins by the horse. Ah, man, I'm getting all these things wrong. But I noticed that I've stepped up being the protector, per se. Like, getting all the guns out, making sure... That they are ready to rock and roll in case we ever have to like mess around with anybody or anybody messes around with us. Uh, I'm being overcautious, making sure all the doors are locked, making sure everything is secure every single night before I go to bed. And I don't know is is that is is that something natural because if you if you look in the animal kingdom, like an, a lion pride when when the male lion gets older. He usually goes off. They kick him out, which, I mean, we're not doing that with my dad in this case. But what I'm trying to say, though, is that the younger lion, you know, because I just turned 40, the younger lion, you know, steps up, starts protecting the pride. And I'm just wondering, is that something naturally that happens? Because I would like to hear from you guys. Give me a call. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Or you can leave me an email, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, D-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. One of the first stories I wanted to get into, and no, it's not from the Queen of the South. I I did not get a chance to record any of the stuff with the Queen of the South. So we're going to have to go with the straight old boring ass news. And I'm not saying WKMG, Channel 6. Channel 6 is my favorite out of all the local news media here in the Orlando area. just love everybody uh, there. Julie Broden, uh, Candace Campo, Lisa Bell. I love every single person. I know I just named all women. Justin Warmoth is the big swinging dick and town. Will be once his dad is gone. But we're going to be playing a story from WKMG. And not a lot of people know this. Uh, here in Belusia County, there are two things that we are the capital of the world in. I, I, and I could give you guys uh, a million guesses. And there is no way that any of you would ever, ever be able to guess. One being up in Pearson, where I went to school at, Pearson Taylor. Uh, that is the fern of the world. All the fernry, all the fern that you are seeing in flowers and in arrangements all throughout the year, especially Mother's Day and Valentine's Day, most likely that fern came from the Pearson area. Now, number two, in DeLand, Florida, and I do not know why. I guess, I guess it's because being in, on a peninsula, if you get up high enough, you can actually see both sides of the state. Plus, you can see the Gulf of Mexico. I'm never going to be one of those people to jump out of an airplane. Just not going to do it. I really, really am not going to do it. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, stop being a pussy turtle. You've done all this stuff. Yeah, I have. Guess what? Skydiving is not one of the things that I want to do. But in DeLand, DeLand is considered like the skydiving capital of the world. So many people skydive there. You know, growing up in that area, you would constantly see planes going up. You would constantly, constantly see people jumping out of it. Also, little side note, if you want one of the best hamburgers or cheeseburgers that you're ever, ever going to eat, definitely go to the restaurant there at Skydive Deland. They are fucking fantastic. Now, I don't want any of you guys to think that Sky, Skydive to Land is not, like, safe. It, it's all about numbers, people. Like, if you're the skydiving capital of the world where everybody is jumping, it's, it's just all a matter of odds. It is. So let's not act like this is something that Skydive Delane is going to be held responsible for because it's not. This is just a pure numbers game. And this accident that happened there, I think, yesterday, last night, um, it's just a case of numbers. Here at Skydive Delane, friends of Carl Doherty say he has impacted thousands of people. Okay, I, I would have a lot more respect if they did that choice of words. On on purpose because it'd be like Bravo, Bravo, channel six. But to use the word impacted in a news story about a skydiver dying, yeah, might be a bad choice of words. Skydiving for
2: about fifty years. We spoke with one of his friends who showed up here to honor his memory about the
1: impact he's left on the skydiving community. Okay, then it has to be on purpose because he just used the word impact again. And if it's not on purpose, that is just lazy journalism on his part, using the same word right after each other, especially during a skydiving accident where you'd know the guy made impact on the ground. That was the last thing that he made an impact on. Wasn't any of these people that we're about to talk to, no, it was the fucking ground was the last thing he made impact of.
2: In this video posted to YouTube in 2017 veteran skydiver Carl Doherty can be seen showing his display of skydiving records he's acquired during his 20,000 jumps.
1: In that uh, record, we have a national uh, skydiving uh, record based on the United States uh, Parachute uh, Association. Back to what I was saying before, Th- this is all a numbers game. Okay, look, I-, I know that your chances of dying in a car because you do it more. You do it more because you got to drive. You got to drive everywhere. So please do not give me that argument. Do not give me that argument where, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's more dangerous to drive than it is to skydive. No, it's all about a numbers game. Just like this, the numbers caught up with this guy because he had already done over 20,000 jumps and the guy ended up dying. And the guy ended up making impact with the ground. Scott Lazarus
2: is the regional safety officer for the United States Parachute Association and says Doherty's impact can be seen in the amount of people.
1: Okay, this is definitely a a rib. I mean, you don't use the word impact in a news story three or four goddamn times when you're talking about a skydiver that jumped out of a plane and landed and fell to his death. It's just not happening. You guys are doing this shit on purpose, and I'm loving you for it, uh, KMG. I'm loving you for it. Coming out to support him. I know the impact that Carl had on the sport, and to see that realized. Just to let you know, the word impact has been used five times now. Is this is this like a thing now with skydivers? They're like, all right, if I die, you guys got to make sure if they do a news report on me, you got to make sure that they use the word impact as many times as they can. Just being honest with you, because that's, that's basically what it seems like going, that's going on with this whole thing. This is just one big, giant rib. By people showing up here.
2: The Deland Police Department says Doherty was parachuting Sunday morning when he collided with another skydiver and became unconscious. Investigators say this made him unable to regain control of his parachute, sending him to the ground, killing him at impact.
1: All right, see, this is one of the things that this reporter should be asking. Did he collide with the person before his shoot open? Or did he collide with the guy like after his chute was already open? Because that makes a big difference. Because you can't tell me, like, with all the safety features they're putting on cars now. I, I see now where once a car's turned off, if there's any movement in the back seat, it actually sounds off an alarm. So we don't leave a hot kid or a hot kid, a kid. God, people are going to think I'm a pedophile now. Uh, A kid baked potato themselves. You know, so what I'm trying to say is you can't tell me that they don't have these automatic shoots after you get to a certain like altitude and you haven't pulled the cord already that it does it for you automatically so you can land safely. Well, I'm not even land safely. I'm sure it's going to be a hard landing if you're if you're unconscious. And in your chute, but your chute still opened up and there was a chance of survival. I
2: hope to become like him as I age because he, he represents a lot of the beauty that we have in this
1: sport. All right. I know I know this is gonna piss off a lot of the skydivers that probably listen to the Tuttle Daily podcast, but skydiving is not a sport. It's just it, it's not anybody can fall from an airplane and land on the ground. Well, is it going to be softly, or is it going to be a big impact? Like this guy is made on everybody's life, such a big impact. But no, it it's not a sport. Guess what? Gravity is not something that you got to be good at. Everybody has to obey the laws of gravity. So that's why I'm saying skydiving is nowhere near a sport. And I'm sorry if I'm pissing off a lot of people by saying that, but it isn't. It's not a sport end of story several
2: people telling new six doherty has inspired countless others to fall in love with skydiving
1: maybe it's just because it's so early in the morning and i'm picking up like i think everything is a pun now you know fall in love with skydiving did you did you hear how he like pronounced the word fall in love with skydiving yeah yeah Whoever wrote this story or it was this reporter is the king of puns.
2: A legacy Lazarus says will live on. It's important for us as the skydivers that follow him to make sure that we take the stories that he was impactful for us and impart that to the new generation. Investigators say several people did render aid prior to paramedics arriving. DeLand police say the skydiver Doherty collided with was able to regain control, land, and is okay. In DeLand, Troy Campbell, getting results, new six.
1: And if any of you guys, any any of the Skydivers Association that want to bust my balls or give me a hard time and tell me, yes, skydiving is a sport, you can easily do that. You can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044, or you can leave me a voicemail, Tuttle at gmail.com That's Tuttle with two D's T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com Gonna take a quick break Be back in a few minutes You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast
0: Great news, folks You now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice Right you are, sir The Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube Anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp Oh, okay Oh Okay, sir, that's enough. Okay, so go to youtube.com slash Tuttle. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. If you'd like to help out, if you'd like to help out, I won't be—I won't have to start giving out the PayPal anymore to you guys real soon. Um, my numbers kind of uh, fluctuated because you know, like I didn't work uh, at all since last Wednesday. I didn't put out any new content on my YouTube channel or my podcast, and my my numbers plummeted. But hopefully, real soon, I'll be able to do the super chat on my YouTube channel. It's just like Twitch. You guys will be able to throw me bits or do whatever you want to. But make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, make sure you subscribe and make sure you hit that bell button. Because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to any time I go live or put up any new content. Now, guys, if you'd like to right now help out the cause, you could easily do that by going to my PayPal account paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And you can ask anybody that has donated. I write write and thank everybody back personally that donates anything at all to the cause. Uh, The next story that I wanted to get into, and I know that a lot of people are going to raise hell about this, but I really don't have any problem with this. Now, they also need to kind of like, if they're gonna do this, let's make it fun. Let's, let's make it interesting. Everybody loves gambling. Everybody loves carnival uh, rides or carnival games. Going through there and, and, and trying to outsmart the carnies and stuff. But this next news story I know is going to cause a lot of issues, especially with the females.
2: There could be another step added to the process of boarding your flight. I have to step on a scale. Airlines may start.
1: Okay. All right. This, this is what we're going to do now. Okay. If you want me to step on a scale, let's make this a little interesting here. Okay. Because the reason why the airplanes, the air, air, airplane companies are wanting people to step on scales is because we're getting fat. We are getting fucking so fat here in the United States of America that it's actually becoming a problem. These uh, airlines are having to use up more fuel to carry our fat asses around. And, okay, all right, you know what I would tell them? You need to get one of those guys that works at the carnival, you know, the one that guesses your weight. And depending on how close, before you hop on the scale, that he gets your weight. So, like, say if he nails it, like, right on the spot, like he nails your weight when you step on, you got to pay full price, okay? But say he's off by maybe... I don't know, five, eight pounds. Usually these guys are really, really good at it. I don't know exactly uh, the trick to the whole thing. But let's say you get 25 bucks for every pound that he's off on your weight. Let's make it interesting. You're going to make me stuff on a scale, you assholes, which I don't have a problem with it because I'm not a fat ass and I really don't give a damn what people think about what I weigh. But there are some women that are very, very sensitive about that. So, yes, let's make it interesting. Pit the guy out there to guess your weight. And if he nails it, if he nails it, you pay full price. Matter of fact, if he nails it, you actually got to pay a little bit more. Because, you know, we got to make it interesting for them as well, too. But like I said, it's like $25 off uh, your ticket for every pound he's off. Or you get frequent uh, flyer miles. I mean, we, we can all work out the kinks of this uh, this whole little empire that we're going to come up with because I think it would be brilliant.
2: Uh soon weighing passengers before they get on board, the FAA is concerned planes may end up being overweight. Officials say obesity rates in the US have caused airline safety calculations.
1: You know, I don't I don't want any of you guys to think I'm preaching because I I love fast food just as much as the next person. I I really really do. But it's funny that the one thing that is likely going to bring down the only superpower in the world right now, is going to be how uh, unhealthy we are like seriously like our our healthcare system is going to be completely strained even though our healthcare system already sucks like there's no reason I should be paying 10 bucks for two aspirin in the hospital i mean they're they're raping us but i can also see the airlines like thoughts on this because it it does cost more fuel for you to carry heavy, heavier passengers help i mean truck drivers they got to weigh in. They got—they are not the actual truck drivers, but what I'm trying to say is they got to weigh in at weigh stations and stuff to make sure that they're not overweight. So I mean I don't understand why anybody would have a problem with this. If you or how about this? Okay, you know all right. We could go this the other way. If you want to fly cheaper, skinnier people fly for cheaper. I mean. The, the airline companies are, are kind of opening themselves up for this one, though, right? Like, if we're going to start weighing people and you're going to start charging more, then if I'm skinny, then I should get a little bit of a discount. Now you're going to have this whole fat people versus skinny people debate here, and it's just not going to be a good look. The airlines have opened up Pandora's box.
2: To become outdated, something to think about.
0: Maybe bigger seats than two.
2: Bigger seats, less pounds. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get on a scale. Uh, I uh. step on a plane as if I need another reminder of how much we weigh. Bill Ray, thoughts?
1: Well, you're, you're weighed for two right now. Well, yes. Oh, it all makes sense now. I didn't, I didn't want to be sexist or whatever, but this woman's jugs are huge. Huge. I didn't want to say anything because you could tell, like, she doesn't look like she weighs heavy. Uh, but she's a little heavy right now, but it's because she's pregnant. She is pregnant. And what is up with the weather women? I don't know. Like, is 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 there like some type of science to it? Because weather women seem to be pregnant more than any any other people on the air when it comes to local news media. It it, it and I know there's not a lot of women meteorologists, but the ones that are there, holy crap, they just stay preggers all the time. And I absolutely hate it when they throw it over to the weather person uh, during the morning show. Usually, nine times out of ten, they are the most uh, unfunniest pe- person on the crew. But, like, you get people like Tom Sorrels or, or uh, like, Tom Terry. Those guys are quick on their feet. Uh, Tony Manolfi, they're, they are absolutely amazing. Kellyanne Class, I mean, she is new, so she, she's not pushing the envelope and with... But also, Channel 2 really doesn't, like, run that type of morning show. Okay, I digress. Anyways, yeah, that's why this chick has the big old jugs rocking, because she is preggers. So, this is something I wanted to talk about. I was going to talk a a little bit about it last night, but I I talked to my friend Teresa, and I, I I was trying to be respectful, and the reason I did not talk about this last night during the YouTube live stream, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle, was out of respect to her daughter, her and her family. Because, you know, one of the things since my divorce and I got off of all the psychotropic meds is that, you know, I started dating more. I started getting out there, but I had a new like wrinkle into the fold where I had to get like, accustomed to dating women that have children. Now, Teresa, who is a a very, very, very intelligent person, would not ever put her kid in a situation where, you know, she didn't feel like the kid was safe. But I got to meet her daughter for the first time this weekend, which, in my case, was a little bit of an honor. I I don't know how you guys feel about that. Guys out there, how have you dealt with meeting somebody that you've been going out with and hanging out with? Uh, That's another thing I'll get to in a few minutes. But uh, is it an honor? Like, is that is that like a progression to be able to meet the daughter or the son or just the child alone? Because that that shows some type of trust. I think it does. I really, really do. So it was a great time. I got to hang out with her daughter. We built the most kick ass sandcastle in the world. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is something to brag about, but like I get along with kids very, very well. And, and I also think it's because I, I still kind of am like a kid. And I know that that's not something to brag about really, especially when you do, when you have just turned 40 and you're still kind of have the mind of a child. A little bit. Maybe, maybe that is why people gravitate towards the Tuttle Daily Podcast is because I give you an insight. Because we all remember, like, we all would die and wish for a chance to be able to see the world through a child's eyes. I mean, come on. It, everything tasted so much better. Breathing was so much better. You weren't sore, sick all the time. Yeah. Trust me. It would, people would kill for that like if i had three wishes that would definitely be one of the three for sure then a bigger penis and a lot of money uh not in any particular order but i digress back to what i was saying is i have these fears i really really do and i know they're they're irrational fears i talked about this last night okay one of those well not irrational fears it's just irrational thoughts Because like here, for example, okay, like if I'm at a fast food place, I've talked about this on the air uh, quite a few times. If a police officer or or a guy that is carrying a a sidearm is in front of me at a fast food place, I have to fight the urge. Would I ever do it? No. No, 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 no. no. I, I know for a fact I wouldn't do it, but I get that little scratch, that little itch in my brain that says, grab his gun, grab his gun, grab his gun, grab his gun. No, I I would never do that. And it's even if I did do it, it's not like I'm gonna use the gun against him. Like I'm gonna give it right back to him. Here's some other crazy things. You know, when I'm eating, I don't do it as much, but I have to finish every. I have to finish a piece of food on an even bite. And you're probably like, what? do? What do? What, 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 what? the fuck do you mean? Tuttle, on an even bite. So say like I yesterday, I ate a hot dog. You know, and, and and I'll get into that. That's another fear. Uh I ate a hot dog yesterday and I was on an odd bite. So I'll take a smaller I'll take a smaller bite, which is the odd bite, and then I'll finish on the even bite. I don't know why. I don't know in my brain if I like eat on an odd bite that I'm gonna choke on it or whatever. My other fear is being called a pedophile. I think that I think that is every man's worst nightmare and you're probably like oh total well then you must be a pedophile if if you have that fear no no just just like with rape or anything else like if you get accused and even if you're found innocent people don't though they're you're always going to be labeled as that guy oh man there's that pedophile oh uh there's that rapist and it is the truth you know like I I might be the only one that can admit it, but it is the truth. As a guy, if you get accused of something like that, it is over for you. Even if your name is cleared in a court of law, you are damaged goods for the rest of your life. That's why I don't like being alone around kids. It is like my biggest, biggest fear at all. And I'm not saying Teresa's daughter would ever do anything like that, but you cannot lie I do not I have a fear of being alone with kids. And I know a lot of you guys are like, "Oh, well, well Tuttle, why do you have a fear? Are, are, you, are you afraid that you might do?" No. No, I'm afraid of being accused of something. Just like, do not ask me to hold your baby." Like, seriously. That's, that's another itch that I get. There, I, I, I went to a party with uh, Teresa this weekend. They had a baby and and I just the whole time they were passing the baby around and I was like, please do not ask me. I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, please do not ask me to hold the baby because my first instance is like, oh my God, don't drop the kid. Don't drop the kid. Don't drop the kid. But also another thought that I have is that, you know, babies are kind of football shaped like and my first urge is to tell people to like run a a a, a wing or a a pass, passing route like go out wide cut to the left and I'll hit you on the post I want to just I want to throw a tight spiral with a baby every time I hold it I don't know why I know it's not logical I know that it makes me seem like a big ass weirdo but it just does so please never ask me to hold your baby because I am just know Every time I'm holding your baby, I'm fighting the urge to throw your baby like a football. But back to what I was saying is, this is something that I take very, very seriously. Like, I don't want you guys to think that I'm making a joke out of meeting Teresa's daughter for the first time. No, I had an absolute blast. The kid is brilliant. Artistic. Not autistic. Artistic. So, what I'm trying to say is, this is something that I take very, very seriously, and I thought it was a great honor to be able to hang out with her daughter uh, two days in a row because it, it makes me feel like, you know, she trusts me. And I think any good parent, you got to be able to trust somebody to allow them in your child's life. So, yes, that was my final thought on this episode of Jerry Springer. No, actually, I still got one more segment left. But I'm going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast
0: orlando weekly best of orlando write the title daily podcast in the category for best podcast not on the radio visit title.net where you'll find a direct link so you can't complain that it's too complicated and if you don't live in orlando no problem if you're a supporter of the show from anywhere around the world you can vote too wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you well you can Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio.
1: All right, welcome back, guys, to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the day. Don't forget, tonight at 8, it is my uh, Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream. Go to my YouTube channel youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to any time I go live or put up any new content. Now, I wanted to read you something and I wanted to get your feedback. Okay, I've talked about this. I've talked about this a lot when it comes to the people that I've met, the people that I've been trying to date, the people that I've, I've tried to have more than just friendships with. I've talked about this many occasions which I think my problem is that I actually go into things with having no expectations at all, no ulterior motives. I go into meeting somebody new and I look at it as okay, if if it happens and it's more than friendship, yes, bonus. That would be amazing. But if not, I've made it, at least made a friend. Now, I don't know. I wanted to read this to you because you know, I, I, I talked to you guys about this last segment about Teresa, uh, my nurse buddy that oh, I see. I, I'm kind of friend zoning myself by saying buddy. But she wrote like this big thing about a lot of people that have been helping around. And she goes uh, at Tuttle, you, sir, you, sir, are one of a kind. You have been such a great friend to me for almost a year now. It has and is still a friendship I have and will always cherish. You are talented, funny, smart, and selfless. Now, I mean, those are those are all really, really kind things to say. Thank you, Teresa. I really, really appreciate that. But the the friend thing—I don't know—was that was that kind of like uh, was I getting a little too close? Was I uh, pressing uh, doing a full court press too much this past weekend uh, for her to write that? At Tuttle, you, sir, are one of a kind. Yes, I am. I'll admit that. You have been such a great friend to me for almost a year now. It has and is still a friendship. Ooh, that one like is like like a knife right, right in the heart. I have and will always cherish. You are talented, funny, smart, and selfless. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. But, man, that still is a friend line. Eee, that is a stinger. Like it, it's kind of like, hey, buddy, uh, whatever you're thinking, this is not going any further than being friends. So you need to stop trying. You need to stop coming around here like a dog. No, that's not how it is. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, it, it just sucks. It sucks. Time in, time out, just to get friend zoned all the time. I mean that, that, that's all that has been happening to me. And I would like to hear from the ladies out there. Because, you know what? Fuck the guys. What, what do the guys know? I want to get the opposite sex opinion on this. I would love for you to hear from you. Why, why am I getting friend zoned? If you want to be a guest on the show and you want to question me or do whatever, please do. Give me a call. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Or you can leave me an email, Tuttle at gmail.com. Now, see, this is the thing. I don't want you guys to think that I'm being a dick or, oh, Tuttle, just because he's not getting any ass from this woman. He's going to be like, fuck her. No, that's that's not the case. You know, maybe it makes me a sucker. Maybe it makes me an asshole. But I'm still going to be friends with Teresa. But Jesus Christ like almighty like when when do i get a break when it comes to this being friend zone stuff i i just it's frustrating and it's i i i i swear to god it's a kick in the balls every time that it happens the next story that i wanted to talk about and i've always talked about this a little bit because we are the superior race. We are the superior species. I wouldn't even say superior race. That makes me sound like a neo-Nazi and stuff. But how much easier things would be like if we didn't have a uh, a money system? And I know a lot of you guys are probably like, oh, Toto, you're a fucking hippie. But no, hear me out on this, okay? The money that we all have in our pockets and stuff I mean, there's nothing that backs that up anymore. Nothing physical that backs it up. It is just money that the government has printed out. It is just, it, it, it's, it is a class thing. And I know that I'm probably going to sound like Russell Brand when, when I'm talking about this. But this next story kind of proves the point. Working a 55-hour week increases risk of death, according to the U.N., Working more than 55 hours a week increases the risk of death from heart disease and stroke, according to the United Nations study out Monday. The the report by the UN's World Health Organization and international labor organization agencies come as the COVID-19 pandemic accelerates workplace changes that could increase the tendency to work longer hours. And this is true. It is stress. It is stress. It is stress stress, stress, people, people think that stress is not a big deal, but it is. It really, really is. And all animals have to go through it. But think about this though. We are the evolved species, but we have put more stress on our lives than there needs to be. Like, like seriously, I know that we cannot have total anarchy, I know that we can't have people just out going about taking whatever they want. No. But there's a better way to do it. I know that a lot of people are going to be calling me a libtard about spreading the wealth and stuff. No, 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 no. I mean, if you work your ass where you at at, you deserve every single bit of that. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, like, for example, you look at a gazelle. Yes, a gazelle is constantly getting he's trying to get eaten. Not Not that it's trying to get eaten, but it's trying to get eaten by just everything out there. Now, do, do, does, does that gazelle? Yes, it has to worry about it. That's the gazelle' stress. It probably has to worry a couple of times a day, uh, and it, it, it's got to like juke and jive away from a cheetah or, or a pack of cheetahs or, or whatever it may be. To be able to survive. But guess what? It doesn't have to worry about a boss, you know, breaking its balls or 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 constantly on its back. Um, that gazelle doesn't have to worry about coming home to a wife or husband bitching at him about stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's just and and you don't have a bunch of kids you gotta worry about. Yeah, you know, you gotta worry about them getting eaten, back to that. But like think if think if the only thing we had to worry about is shelter, food, and reproduction. Oh, what a life would that be? Like, as a guy, I would have no problem at all if my job was to go out and hunt, provide for the family, come home, make sure the shelter is nice, and fuck, and reproduce. But at a certain point, we'd be like, all right, we gotta cut off the kids, honey, because there's only so much meat out there. I kind of think that's why... I like The Walking Dead so much. I like The Walking Dead because, yes, it does suck, but the only thing that you got to worry about is your daily survival. You ain't got to worry about, hey, do I got enough money to be able to go to the store and buy milk and eggs or diapers and stuff like that? No, no, not at all. You know, I, I, I talked about this a little bit on the uh, Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream last night. And I know a lot of you guys are going to think that I'm discussing discussing that I, that I was hanging out with. But I was talking about uh, the two uh, lesbian chicks that are a couple that I, I've been hanging out with, uh, Dakota and Nicole. Now, we went to the, the flea market right there in Daytona the other day. And it's a, it was around closing time. Yeah, uh, not trying to uh, be like semi-sonic and closing time. my voice sounds like crap today anyways um we were walking around and then all of a sudden like nicole's like hey toddle don't 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 feel like uh you you know like you're judging me or anything but this pizza is still warm well you know how they have those little kiosks and stuff like that they had thrown out like a whole pizza like it was it was sitting on top of the garbage in a box and stuff so it's not like it was like touching any of the other stuff but she was like hey Tuttle, don't don't judge me, but I mean, this pizza's still warm i can't I can't let it go to waste, and I gotta tell you, I ate garbage pizza for the first time in my life, and what I'm trying to say is that guys i i I really do think, like see a lot of people my one of one of the things you know with my parents being sick and stuff. They're worried about me. They're they're worried that I'm not going to be able to survive. And, and, and I keep telling them, like, listen, I am a man of very little means. Like, I, I don't need a lot. I don't need extravagant stuff. I can live on the bare minimum. Now, I'm not going to be one of those vagrants that is out there, like, begging for change and stuff like that. Hell no. I'll get a job doing whatever I got to do. But what I'm trying to say is that Nicole and Dakota, they don't have any stress. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they do have some stress, but they don't have the stress of showing up to a 9-to-5 job, worrying if they're going to get fired on a daily basis because their work production is not up there. I mean, it seems pretty kick-ass. Move down to Florida, the weather's great, Yeah, it does get cold every once in a while. Go hang out at the beach. Oh, that's the other thing. Like, I, in my opinion, I've talked about this before. I say if as long as it's on public, like, county property, state property, or whatever it may be, I think that it is a complete bullshit that we have to have licenses to fish. You know, now if you're a commercial fisherman, yes, you definitely need a license because you're out there overfishing. But I'm just talking about the normal average Joe that is down on his luck and he wants to go out and fish and catch fish and provide for his family. I have absolutely no problem at all with that. And I don't think a guy should have to have a license for that. Because I would rather have that guy out there fishing, trying to catch protein, trying to catch food for his family to be able to feed them. Instead of out there robbing, stealing, begging, selling drugs, doing whatever it may be to make a living. That's why I think I I really, really do have a problem with this whole needing a license stuff. Cause I'm telling you right now, if it got really, really bad, like for the most part, I obey, I obey all the the size limits and stuff like that. But I'll be damned if I'm gonna go hungry. Like if I caught a five inch or six inch mangrove snapper, uh, you bet your ass that motherfucker is going in the cooler. I'm not saying right now, so please, I don't need the game warden coming and busting my thing down, saying that I'm catching a legal fish. But I'm telling you right now when it, it push came to shove, that I, it was between me and star, me and starvation. Guess what? Those uh, You catch enough of those little five-inch uh, mangrove snappers or even the penfish, catfish. I don't give a damn what it is. I'm telling you, I'm eating everything that I'm pulling out of the river, and I really don't give a fuck what you do to me. Come arrest me for trying to feed my family, for me trying to live off of the land that that is out there. Yes, I know that. I, I know that uh, we need those rules, those regulations, and stuff. But do we really need a license? Yes, there needs to be rules in play. But I'm telling you right now, if it gets bad, I'm keeping everything. I don't give a fuck. You know what? I I'm telling you right now. I know. Look, I'm not shock jocking you on this one either. But I'm just telling you the truth. If it got down to it, and I'm just being real with you people. If a manatee was swimming down the river, bet your ass I'm getting the AR out. I'm getting the AR-15 out. And I am pumping it full of lead. And I'm cleaning that out. I'm cleaning it up. And I'm using everything. Like, I'm going to be like an Eskimo. I'm going to be like a Native American. I am using every single last piece of that manatee. And I know a lot of people are going to be mad. But guess what? If I'm hungry enough, Manatee burgers, manatee steaks. We'll be we'll we'll take the blubber from the manatee. We'll take the bones, make tools out of them. But yes, we're gonna honor that manatee just like the Indians honored uh, the buffalo that roamed the plains of the Midwest here in the United States. So I didn't mean to go on a little bit of a rant there. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
0: And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchuf.com, and PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Siroc. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show. Everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com. Or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with 2Ds.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.